This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. He is the beat writer for the AJC and covering the Falcons for generations now. He is D. Orlando Ledbetter joining us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-93-7 FM. Thank you for joining us, D. Led. How you doing this fine Friday morning? Hey, I'm doing great, home team. Thanks for having me in the locker room this morning. Let's get to a D-Led. How is the hiring of Raheem Morris better than all of the other candidates the Falcons brought in for interviews? Yeah, you know, well, the thing he brings is uh, he has head coaching experience. He's not a just a former coordinator who's going to be guessing on uh, what to do with the head coaching position, which has been the case in the uh, all of the hires under um, – Arthur Blank, although Bobby Petrino was the head coach in college. So that he brings that to the table. He's worked on both sides of the football. He's won Super Bowls as an assistant coach. Uh, he's worked under some of the best in the game, the Shanahan's, both Mike and Kyle, Sean McVay uh, with the Rams, and, uh, you know, the Gruden brothers, uh, Jay and, uh, you know, um, and, and Coach uh, um, Gruden. So, you know, he's has the pedigree. He's been around. He's a people person. He's worked well with players. Uh, so, yeah, you know, people thought he might have got the job in Tampa too early at age 32. You get it now, an experienced guy at 47 who should be able to get things turned around here in the um, in Atlanta. D-Led, a uh, two-part question here. Are you surprised that uh, Rich McKay was uh, moved to a dis- different assignment and – uh, why do you think that – and do you think that he had an important part to do with the hiring of Raheem Morris? Um, yes, I do. They go back to Raheem starting in the league in 2002 in Tampa. Uh, and, you know, that, uh, you know, I'm sure he still, he still has the owner's ear. He's helped them uh, as a junior manager. He's built the stadium here in Atlanta. Uh, took back over when I guess things got a little messy here in the uh, latest regime. And uh, now the owner is comfortable with a more traditional approach uh, with the coach and the uh, general manager reporting to him. But uh, Rich is going to step aside or been moved aside, however that <laughs> happens. Uh, he's going to be over soccer, uh, Atlanta United, and uh, helping the president on that side of things with no duties. Uh, and the football operations. And I'm sure, um, you know, of course, Bill Belichick wanted that. Uh, but he looks like he wanted the whole potato. We'll get the get that on the record here at some point where he was over the personnel and uh, football operations. But, you know, he, he hasn't shown that that's his forte. So they're going to move forward with this uh, setup, and we'll see, uh, you know, how it works out for him. D-Led, what changed from 2021 when Raheem Morris was the interim and was in the running for the head coaching position and didn't get it when they hired Arthur Smith to now where he ends up getting the head coaching job? Uh, well, there was the Super Bowl <laughs> that he won with the Rams. That was one thing. He uh, As the second lieutenant to Sean McVay, 
and uh, you know they got uh, Stafford out there, and they got a defense with Aaron Donald and uh, Von Miller, and got to the Super Bowl and won it. So that was one thing. He had won one earlier as a you know lower level assistant, uh, and you know um, you know that's the big thing there. And he had experience that he started getting here on uh, both sides of the ball, working with the receivers, working with the passing game. So, you know, now he comes with the knowledge of a head coach that hopefully if you get a lead and you got to run the football, he won't let the offensive coordinator throw a pass. <laughs> AJC, beat writer for the Atlanta Falcons, D. Orlando Ledbetter, joining us here in the locker room via the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker line. The cries of this is a safe hire, D. Led. I saw twice uh, on social media demands a puppet for Arthur Blank and the Falcons regime. How do you uh, answer those questions as far as all of the other candidates, the Ben Johnsons and the Bobby Slowicks that were available with Raheem Morris getting the job over them? Yeah, I didn't see Vince Lombardi in that group. I mean, <laughs> and I didn't want to hear him. Not, you know, I, maybe Ben McDonald is. That's the one that, you know, you wanted to pause about. And then, you know, I was looking for the, um, the Coach Kneecap candidate you know, the leader of men that wasn't necessarily a coordinator. And so that was Anthony Weaver for me. Uh, I got tipped off by our good friend Big Chuck about him, uh, Big Chuck Smith, and uh, the, as a person to watch, as a leader of men, uh, done a great job in Baltimore. So it was some intriguing young candidates, certainly Bobby Slowick and the job he did uh, with C.J. Stroud. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know if, you know, this is a situation where, you know, the Falcons signed Jim Mora, passed on Levy Smith and a bunch of other candidates that were probably better than Jim Mora. So I don't see, you know, maybe Bill Belichick, uh, Brabo kind of, you know, I was looking at, you know, those were the two or uh, three different lanes that they looked at. The, the old co- the, the coach with experience, the hot coordinator, and the leader of men candidates. AJC. Falcons beat reporter D. Orlando Ledbetter joining us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-93-7 FM. Raheem Morris named the new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, When you start to look forward, now it looks like it's a Terry Fontenot affair where it clearly was the case he and the former coach had to report to Rich McKay. Now that he is on deck, uh, what should be expected between the relationship and the coach now? Because it seems to be, as you pointed out, more traditional the way that we've seen organizations run in the past. Yeah, no doubt. One quirk quirk that is not, you know, the Green Bay model is uh, uh, president, general manager, coach, and the general manager's over the coach. But, you know, they split it a little bit, and you got the, you know, the the president owner here in this case, and then they both going up to him. So uh, that, that gives uh, Terry more power than everybody thought when he was held out of the, uh, of the interview. <laughs> Folks were like, hey, where's the general manager? So, but now we'll be seeing the general manager. We should hear from him this week. His job is going to be clear. Get players. Uh, he'll be charged with getting the quarterback with input from Raheem. And Raheem's got to worry about coaching and get the players together and, and putting the plan to win football games. He's not going to be trying to do, you know, too much. Blank did not like Dan Quinn having that power over uh, Thomas Dimitrov. It didn't work out that well with the draft and so forth. Uh, eventually, you know, the team, you know, eventually was deficient of talent with his draft. 
so he split it up. He split it up. He didn't want one person with that much power again. Can you clear some things up or put some things to bed as a two-parter for me? Uh, one, what happened with Bill Belichick? Because it just seemed like that was Arthur Blank's number one, no doubt about it, guy. And clearly, after the second interview, it just wasn't enough or something changed. And could you put to bed the situation of Jim Harbaugh? Was he ever coming to Atlanta? No. Start with Harbaugh first. No, he was never coming. Uh, but, hey, you got to talk to him. He's uh, got a great track record in the league and, uh, you know, in college. But everybody knew he tried to get the charger job last year. So it wasn't open. So he, he was going there. And as far as Belichick, uh, all we got to go on, on the record is what Thomas Dimitrov said in his interview. was that, hey, yeah, no, he's coming in, but he wants the whole power. Uh, and, you know, if he did uh, come here, I'm sure he said, hey, I want everything. And Blake wasn't comfortable with giving those powers to one person again, uh, like he did with Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn didn't warrant that. He never scouted. Uh, and Belichick's record up there scouting was pretty bad. So he would have, you know, you got to think he was going to run it in the ground. So you get a personnel man, put him in charge. Terry's got great people under him, Smith, Kyle Smith, uh, and Pace. Uh, you know, they got guys that have done this in the league, and that's what they do. They scout. So let them – Specialists in that area do that, and then let the coach coach. And Belichick didn't uh, apparently uh, didn't want to, uh, uh, you know, you know, give up those powers to someone else. Uh, D-Lad, hearing from other coaches and players around the league, uh, Raheem Morris is well, well respected. How important do you think that is as far as getting free agents in the building and also hiring uh, an offensive and a defensive coordinator? Yeah, Joe, I think that's a great thing. And one of my guys that I respect a lot who was here for 11 years, Les Snead, came out with about the strongest endorsement I've seen of a candidate. Uh, Les, you know, Auburn guy. Uh, man, I watched, uh, you know, Cam Newton's pro day with him on the field. You know, so he's pretty – I really uh, respect him and his, uh, uh, you know, eye for talent. And he said, hey – they're gonna the Falcons are gonna get a bunch of tampering charges because everybody wants to come play here now. Uh, he'll be able to get some good coaches. We'll start getting some names. Uh, I was just thinking about some of them uh, overnight. Zach Robinson's one. Um, you know, Eric B. Enemy's another. You know, I'll reach out to him. They used to have the same agent. Uh, they've uh, you know either running backs coordinator uh, experience there. So uh, yeah, expecting a pretty much an all-star staff. And we, we saw Jalen Ramsey already come out, you know, say, hey, I, yeah, y'all, some guys are going to play for this guy. And uh, Muhammad Sanu said, hey, maybe uh, I want to get in there and coach the receivers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's going to have uh, his phone's blowing up. You know, we hit him up right away, too. Uh, and uh, so I'm sure he's going to be getting to a lot of that, getting settled in here, uh, getting organized, and uh, probably will pop down to Mobile next week for the, for the Senior Bowl. D-Light, I know it's early, but now that Coach is in place, the next biggest question is quarterback. Any general feeling how you feel they're going to attack that? Do you think it's going to be a veteran free agent, or are they going to be aggressive potentially in the draft to go up and get the guy that they want? Yeah, it's going to be uh, – they got to go turn over every stone, right, John? You know, you got you to gotta go – you got to even look at the Canadian League. You got to go – It's one weird, moon up there. We are in no position to turn down anything, D-Lid. Right, right. You got to look everywhere, man. And, uh, shoot, you, you got to uh, do something to uh, upgrade your talent there. 
certainly uh, first stop. I got to get the order with the dates and the draft and free agency together. I'm kind of still in the coach search fall. But you got to look at if Kirk Cousins hits the market. You got to look at if Justin Fields on the trade market. And you got to revisit that, you know, because you got to play a certain way with him. You know, with Raheem, can he fit in Shanahan's offense? And I think so. So that's a good thing. And then as far as the draft guys, it looks kind of hard there. Because uh, one, two, three is uh, Chicago, Washington, and New England. And guess what? They all need quarterbacks. So so that's Caleb Williams um, and uh, uh, Jaden uh, Daniels, Jalen, and, um, and uh, May, Derek, uh, Drake May from North Carolina. So, you know, if they don't want to get out of one, two, three, you, you, you kind of got to decide, hey, is Penix your guy at eight? Or do I have to go up to four to get him? So, you know, Penix, accurate passer, a lot of injuries, uh, big-time baller. We saw them throws in the playoffs he was making at Washington. Uh, you know, they kind of got Michigan, kind of got after him in the final. Uh, but, yeah, is that your guy? Is he four? Is it J.J. McCarthy? You wait later? Or do you look deeper in the draft or, and try to find magic in the third round like the Falcons did last time? But, uh, yeah, they got to turn over every stone here. That's the order, first order of business. They're going to spend – a lot of nights up trying to uh, evaluate the quarterback situation and, you know, make some moves there. Atlanta Falcons beat reporter D. Orlando Ledbetter joining us here in the locker room via the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. The record, the losing record that Raheem Morris has as a head coach. Uh, your thoughts on that? Mine is simple. It's the same thing we just saw horrifically here in Atlanta. It was quarterback play. He had a 3-13 and season, but he had – 18 touchdowns and 29 interceptions from his quarterbacks, but he still has that on his ledger. What do you make and how are Falcon fans supposed to make something out of a coach that's coming back for the second time, but has a losing record as a head coach? Well, historically, when you look at turnarounds, uh, and I'm going back to Chuck No. <laughs> no some, some of our kids are going to have to Google that. <laughs> But uh, uh, Bill Check, uh, a lot, a lot of uh, coaches start off really slow, really bad records those first two, three years. Bill Check was uh, twenty and twenty-eight in Cleveland his first three years before he had a breakthrough. Raheem had a breakthrough season, ten and six, but then it went back down, and the Glaciers uh, kind of, you know, tanked on the salary and didn't uh, pay folks, and then you know he, he took the hit for that as they were you know, repositioning the franchise to, to try to, you know, make a move. So, yeah, there are a lot of coaches who don't start off with a, a great record to get their programs in place. This is under the old you got five-year program deal. So, uh, uh, you know, a lot of them have done that and taken off. So, he'll be in a situation where it's not a, a flat on the ground uh, buildup. They've, they've done some things here. They've got them positioned to, uh, you know, get some more players in here. You know, you don't need, just need a quarterback, by the way. Better get a tackle, wide receiver, and some, you know, edge rusher. The 20-year search for uh, uh, the edge rusher is still going, so they're going to have <laughs> to do that. Uh, but, yeah, you got to get some more players in here and make a move in the NFC South. You got to take over the NFC South first before we start talking about this being a Super Bowl contending 
situation. And what does it mean for Bill Belichick? No other team on the record was interviewing him or asking him to come in and bring his championship moxie to their organization. Only the Falcons were, and then at the end, they didn't want him. What does that mean for Bill Belichick after his legendary and historic run in New England? Yeah, it means that organizations have, uh, you know, figured out over the last 20 years, and I've been here for the whole thing, where the coach said, hey, I lead, I'm making the food. I should at least uh, help pick the groceries. I was in the room when Bill Parcells said that in New Orleans after they got beat by the, the Packers in the Super Bowl. And so teams tried to do it. They gave coaches more power, and uh, it just hasn't worked out well, you know, from Holmgren in, in Seattle. It's another situation, Dan Quinn here. Uh, so they're like, hey, coach, you coach. We're going to find some people to get the players. And, and so, you know, Bill Belichick wanted those all-encompassing powers. A lot of teams didn't want that. And then, you know, you got to look at, hey, has the game passed them by? You know, that 100% negative uh, uh, reinforcement coaching style may not be in vogue anymore uh, with the uh, generational change in the players. Uh, so, yeah, you got to consider all those things. You know, how much power does one man need? Uh, how Can he really motivate the, the current type of players? But um, somebody will step up here probably next year if he still wants to keep going, uh, if he still wants to chase the record. Uh, but uh, this year, nobody wanted to do that. Fantastic stuff, D-Lid. We'll certainly be leaning on you. We'll see you at a, a presser coming soon. The Falcons mm -hmm. have not announced that. Uh, but it will be interesting. The one thing we do know, we'll be getting a new coach and a new quarterback. So that should at least breathe a little bit of wind and life back into the hopes and coffers of Falcon Nation. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, yeah, change is uh, sometimes good and change is always necessary. Fantastic stuff. We looked up, catching you up down the road. Do you have a prediction for your championship weekend that's coming up with the Ravens and Chiefs and the 49ers and Lions? Yeah, uh, I'm thinking uh, Lamar's going to come through. He looks really down in, you know, but hard to ever go against Patrick Mahomes. And then, uh, you know, in the Detroit-San Francisco one, Kyle's trying like heck to get there. That's a great defense. Um, I think they're going to prevail over Detroit, which is going to be a great uh, NFC Championship game. All right, there it is. We look forward to catching up with you, D-Lid, and we'll see how this Falcons news progresses and progresses hopefully soon and very soon with all of the decisions that have to be made. We'll look forward to catching up with you down the road, D-Lid. Thank you for your time. Thanks for having me on the locker room. You guys take care, home team Joe and John. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required.
The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.